August 31st, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And as always, the reason pool noodles were invented, Mahler, the fake news dog. Wow. Coming up, NAFTA, okay. super delegates, elephant drones, wow. and more. But first, mm-hmm. are you aware of the healing properties of marijuana, Mike? I've read about them. Well, a new study reported that cannabidiol, or CBD, mm-hmm. that's a cannabinoid found in marijuana, can help treat psychosis in humans. <laughs> you, you've tried it? And it I, I, well, I will now. One large dose of CBD, that would be about 600 milligrams in case you're spooning it up. I want to know how much to put in your coffee. How's that? Yeah. One yeah. large dose okay. of CBD yeah. quickly and significantly reduces the activity in the brain regions associated with psychosis down to normal levels. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mahler will attest to that. Yeah, I was wondering how you got him to behave so nicely this well, I've morning. Well, given dogs CBD before. It chills them out. Chills not them. not 600 milligrams. <laughs> it seems like a heroic dose. A new study found air pollution can lead to a huge reduction in cognitive intelligence, which explains uh-huh. why you and I, Mike, what? are uh, the way we are. Uh-uh. Polluted air can cause a reduction of your level of learning by one year over a lifetime, what? provided you continue to learn Uh, now say trump voters they wouldn't know the difference no they they could live in a dome of smog well yeah living by refineries Uh is not a good idea the study also suggests pollution can lead to increases in alzheimer's and other forms of dementia that's that's a sad thing yes what is it mom leave me alone there's some squirrels out there. Ah. Last week, Mike, you suggested we use the phrase climate damage. Yes, I did. Instead of climate change. Yes. And you know our, our good friend, DJ Heather McCoy. Oh, yes. She told me climate damage is a term used by David Freeman, a senior advisor to Friends of the Earth and former head of the Tennessee Valley Authority. He also was the head of the New York Power Authority and the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. This is uh, David Freeman. <laughs> Climate damage is here in California right now, Mike. Yes, it is. Where heat waves will grow more severe and yes. persistent, shortening the lives of thousands of Californians. So we're right in line to have our lives shortened. <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. Wildfires will burn more of the state's forests, oceans will rise higher and faster, exposing California to billions of dollars in climate damage along the coast. Right. This while the Trump administration moves to unravel climate damage regulations and allow more climate damage in the form of pollution from cars, trucks, and coal-fired power plants. This does not make sense. No, it does not. By the way, I'm glad to hear you somewhat embracing this this terminology. Somewhat. Uh, well, you, I think I'm all in. You are all in. Thank yeah. you for that. If I'm a political consultant, 99% of the time I wouldn't say this is a good political idea. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said it in the past, but I think now we need to start talking about infrastructure. This is happening. 
I think the Democrats need to get in front of this and start talking about it now. I think we need to talk about it, and it's going to be a painful discussion. Right. Because the Balboa Peninsula is not worth saving. There are going to be people who are going to try and save it. Yeah, and I don't think it should be the state. It's ridiculous. It was a swamp. Right. We dredged it out to create islands right. that aren't that secure even as is. They'll be underwater soon. Yes. The property values down there should already be diving. They're not. And I don't know how much the state should really spend bailing out people whose homes are worth $6 million in an inflated market. There are homes on the peninsula, which is what you're talking about, as well as Balboa Island and Lido Isle, that are going for 14 and $15 oh, million. Yeah. And the fact that they have been resistant to the, even the idea of climate damage is more galling for me as a taxpayer to put up the money to save their $14 million home. I agree. Meanwhile, California lawmakers approved a measure to require 100% of the state's electricity to come from carbon-free sources by the year 2045. Ouch. If Governor Jerry Brown signs the bill, California will join Hawaii as the only states with goals to phase out fossil fuels. Wow. Yeah. That's... And we sh that shouldn't be. Congratulations to us, but shame on everyone else. Right. This should just be a matter of course right now. All right. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said that this July was the 42nd consecutive July and 403rd consecutive month with above average global temperatures. <gasps> that guy, snowball here in my hand. <laughs> How can it be warm? How can it be global warming? That was a senator, wasn't it? Senator Imhoff, Imhoff from yeah. Oklahoma who held a snowball in his hand on the floor of the Senate and said, here, he has evidence yeah. that climate change is a hoax. I know dogs that are smarter than this man. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. A snowball doesn't prove anything as far as global warming goes. If you want to argue global warming, at least get yourself educated enough to be part of a debate, and not just make a fool of yourself. Right, and also at least have the basics down. There is weather and there is climate. Those two are not always in sync with one another. France's environmental minister resigned live on the air during a radio interview, Nicolas Hulot. Just like, you know, uh, Mr. Hulot's Holiday. Oh, yes. Yeah, same, oh, yeah. Okay. same thing All right. there. Okay. Yeah. A, that was a, a French, uh, film. French film. Yeah. Directed by Jacques Tati, one of my favorite directors of there all time. Go. Anyway, Beautiful. Nicolas Hulot said he made the decision because of France's failure to adequately address climate damage. There you go. Oh. All right. Yeah. The Australian parliament moved in the wrong direction. Though. Of course they did. They've elected their version of Donald Trump. Yeah. They elected the country's sixth prime minister in 10 years. Wow. This is their parliament doing this job yeah. here. After conservatives won their push for more investment in coal power. Oh, smart move, Australia. <laughs> they love coal. Yeah. They love their coal. New PM Scott Morrison is a staunch conservative and devout evangelical Christian who accepts black lung disease as his savior. Yes. <laughs> so, so I hear. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, researchers found that heat waves reduce fertility in pigs, which could increase the price of bacon. Now we're hitting home here, yeah, yeah aren't we? Pope Francis is facing calls to resign after Carlo Maria Vigano a former top-ranking Vatican official and right-wing nut, released a 7,000-word letter saying the Pope knew about allegations of sex abuse by high-ranking Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, but failed to punish McCarrick. Vigano immediately disappeared after this letter. It's boop. 
Pope was in Ireland, where he met Catholics who were sexually abused by priests and acknowledged the grave scandal of abuse. When you see that the mechanisms of covering this stuff up and the people who become beholden to other people who move up the chain of command within the Catholic Church seems to be the pattern. I agree. Seems to be there. So as you get higher and higher up this sort of food chain within the Catholic Church, I would assume that there are more and more people beholden to more and more people who know about it or were involved in it. Yeah. Uh, well, I say just stop it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just, just stop I, it. I, I think, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think you're. <laughs> the U.S. and Mexico reached a preliminary agreement to revise portions of NAFTA, but Canada hasn't yet agreed to any of the changes. Trump threatened new auto tariffs on Canada if talks don't succeed. It's just a preliminary agreement with Mexico. This isn't anything it written isn't any, down. Yep. There's nothing in stone but Don the Don. Yes. You know him. He bragged that his new trade deal with Mexico was a done deal. It was a done deal. Yeah. It was a phone call, Donald. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and by the way, <laughs> An he- An awkward phone call. A very awkward phone call. And by the way, the technical side, I know it's easy to make fun of so these kinds of things, but he couldn't get the phone to work. I'm not sure it was his fault. I, I, it, I didn't sound like it was his you know, fault. But it's just what was funny is that he put himself in the situation right. of having bad technology work against him. Right. And he also started talking about, he wanted to call this a Mexican and American agreement. And the president of Mexico, Mexico say, this is NAFTA. He kept yeah, correcting yeah. him. No, this is going to be a beautiful agreement between Mexico and America. Of course, the adult in the room was the president of Mexico who yeah. said no. You and by the way, they're under the gun here. Mexico is? Mexico and the United States, certainly the United States is, to negotiate this thing, to get it approved. Canada has to approve it. They're part of it. Otherwise, it'll end up in the lap of the new president of Mexico, who's a socialist and yeah. may not feel the same way about this yeah. agreement. So there's a lot of political pressure. I'd like to see that. Obrador. <laughs> I'd like to see him weigh in on this. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm sure Justin Trudeau is in no hurry to do Trump any favors on this thing either. The UN accused the Nicaraguan government of repressing and retaliating against government critics. Yeah. The UN report said the government committed extrajudicial killings, enforced disappearances, arbitrary detentions, and torture following wide-scale protests. 300 people died and 2,000 were injured since April. Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega, who used to be kind of a heroic figure, yes. dissed the report saying it ignored violence carried out by anti-government forces like his forces were 30 years ago. Yes. Yeah, so they did it, so, yeah, you, can't, so you can't blame me. Neither. The UN issued another report calling for Burma's top military generals to be investigated for genocide against Rohingya Muslims. State-led violence in Burma last year led to the displacement of 700,000 Rohingyas. The UN also criticized Facebook for being a useful instrument for those seeking to spread hate. Facebook banned Burma's commander-in-chief of the army from Facebook one day later. I visited Commander-in-Chief Ming Ong Hlaing's Facebook page. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know if it's real or fake. Okay. There was a lot of Burmese going on. Okay. And there were cartoons with Mark Zuckerberg everywhere. Uh, well. It looked like a humor site more than a Commander-in-Chief site, so. That's what world leadership looks like now, yeah. is uh, cartoons. Brazilian President Michel Temer announced plans to send troops to Brazil's border with Venezuela. This is getting more complicated. Yes, it is. To deal with the growing number of refugees entering Brazil from 
Venezuela. Mm -hmm. More than 1.6 million Venezuelans have fled the country since 2015. That is Venezuela. Yeah. With most going to Brazil, Colombia, Peru, and Ecuador. We've got a food shortage in Venezuela. Yeah. Massive inflation. Yep. And it's caused in part by U.S. sanctions, which cut off Venezuela from billions of dollars of potential loans and some of its oil revenue. Yeah. But he's been a jerk, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A team of a team of UN human rights experts accused the U.S.-backed Saudi-led coalition of committing possible war crimes in Yemen, including the bombing and shelling of schools, hospitals, and markets. The report comes just days after the U.S.-backed coalition bombed a camp for civilians displaced by war killing 31 people, including 22 children. The U.N. report also accused the Houthi rebels of committing possible war crimes, including arbitrary detention, torture, ill-treatment, and the recruitment of child soldiers. The U.N. report on Yemen comes as the Pentagon is threatening to reduce military and intelligence support to Saudi Arabia following an airstrike earlier this month on a Yemeni school bus that killed 40 children. You know, it's so sad that it takes that, that because there's film of these kids on the bus before they were bombed, yeah. and then we see the the aftermath of it, that this is what it takes. Yeah. It's not that this has been going on for years and that they have been involved in human rights violations and genocidal behavior. It's finally that someone sees it on yeah. a videotape. Yeah. And it is disgusting that the U.S. has been so involved with this with this action. News from Bami Countries is brought to you by the Military-Industrial Complex. Killing is not just an idea, it's a requirement. <laughs> in Afghanistan, authorities say the head of ISIS in Afghanistan was killed in an airstrike. Abu Saad Erhabi and 10 other members of ISIS were reportedly killed by the Afghan military and U.S.-led coalition yeah. forces. Yeah. Meanwhile, a suicide bombing outside an election commission office in the eastern city of Jalalabad killed at least seven people. North Korean officials. That's where Kim Jong-un lives. Is that North right? North Korea, yeah. Okay, yeah I just want to get you oriented <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I got it. Because okay. we jumped from Afghanistan yeah, so to North jump. Korea. Yeah. yeah. They're warning that denuclearization talks may fall apart because the U.S. won't officially end the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. That denuclearization thing. Wasn't that last season? Yeah. Wasn't that from last? That was the big success. That was the big closer to last season. Yeah. We're in a whole new season now, and that's in reruns. And the Trump administration says it's cutting more than $200 million in aid to the West Bank and Gaza. They might cut the whole thing. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. Just not even bother anymore. Yeah. The cuts to humanitarian aid comes after the Trump administration already withheld $65 million in funding for the U.N. agency that provides humanitarian aid to Palestinians. Oh, and these are people that are caught in the middle. Yeah. This right. isn't Hamas. Right. These are simply citizens. This is collective punishment. This is typical behavior of the Israelis in this regard. If a rocket is launched from anywhere near a village, they punish the village. They used to call this, in World War II, collective punishment, and the Nazis were prosecuted for that. Yeah, yeah I know. If this news saddens you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to lift your spirits? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation 
is how we stay on air. That's KUCI.org. Thanks, Mahler. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9, on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com, on Twitter at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet, College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Drones in the News is brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Mark. Hey, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mahler likes Mark. Mark. Mark brings Mahler biscuits oh, all the well, time. Yeah, I don't. You don't bring Mahler? No, I just he like his barely. No, he's, he he's, loves them. he's obnoxious. Here, Mahler, have a biscuit. No, I'm not going to encourage Boy. that kind of behavior. Ford. You know Ford? Yes. Yeah. They're using drones to do routine inspections of their factories in the UK. Mm-hmm. Bright orange drones fitted with GoPro cameras inspect in minutes what previously would have taken an entire day and risked lives because humans had to climb up on top of roofs and, yeah. and inside of factory equipment and stuff like that. So Another awesome use of our the drone yeah. technology. Well, good. The Coimbatore Forest Department in India tested herding elephants with drones to reduce animal conflicts with humans. If wild elephants are disturbing the livelihood of the people, then we will take steps to shift elephants from one place to another or we'll send them to elephant camps, (laughs) said the chief conservator of Coimbatore Forest. That's right, Mahler. What if I sent you to a camp? And New York State is constructing a drone testing corridor that will run across 50 miles of rural farmland. The state hopes to safely and securely fly drones beyond the visual line of sight, said Major General Hoot Gibson. The only reason I brought that up is because I like the name Hoot. Hoot. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, mother. Give it here. Get it. Yeah. 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 There he goes. Oh, that is. He's gone for a while. A fantastic job. Okay. That's how Trump described his administration's response to the catastrophe in Puerto Rico following Hurricane Maria a year ago. Trump said he did a fantastic job after Puerto Rico adjusted its official death toll from the storm to almost 3,000. That's 46 times higher than the earlier death toll of 64. And also a lot higher than when Trump went there originally and said, well, you've only got 17 dead. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. But who says that? Yeah. Who, says... who goes to a place that's just been hit by a horrible storm right. and, and says, ah, oh, it's not so bad. That's his idea of being empathetic. Trump made no reference to any of the fantastic deaths on the island and lied about the status of Puerto Rico's electrical system, claiming parts of it were down before the storm hit. Oh, my God. The island only lost power after the fantastic storm came through. So, <laughs> uh, Trump tweeted that White House counsel Don McGahn will be leaving his post this fall. 
Trump's announcement came less than two weeks after it was reported that McGahn was cooperating with Robert Mueller's investigation. Three of McGahn's deputies have already left the White House, and a fourth leaves today. Yeah. That leaves Trump with one deputy counsel. I don't know how that works. I mean, I he's, assume that's not a good thing to have. You right. want some advice from people, but he doesn't take advice, so he's not going to notice. He's not going to notice. And these are people that work for the office of president. They don't work directly for Donald Trump. Yeah. There, That's what his role is. McGahn reportedly was in talks with Mueller's investigation for 30 hours. Yeah. And according to reports, Giuliani and his legal team really don't know what he talked about with Mueller. Because he's representing the president's office, right. not, not Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, so he doesn't have to tell anybody. <laughs> Trump cut pay raises for almost 2 million federal workers, citing the nation's fiscal situation, a situation created by a $1.5 trillion Trump tax cut yeah. passed by Republicans in December that gave most of the cuts to greedy bastards, right. not hardworking folk like the federal workers that aren't getting a pay raise. We talked about this, that this was going to become the rationale for yeah. cutting all kinds of services and, as you said, not giving people a raise. Currently, the Trump administration is considering another tax cut for greedy bastards by bypassing Congress. Executive order. That's a $100 billion cut, and someone else won't get their job or get a raise or infrastructure won't be right. or park improved. services won't have enough people the federal highway administration might not have enough people yeah yeah that's right Mahler. yeah it was revealed an immigration policy analyst with the department of homeland security had direct ties to several prominent white supremacists including racist wank richard spencer <laughs> that guy's a jerk he is a jerk the analyst ian smith worked at DHS up until last week. Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. For those keeping score, yes, that is not a good thing. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is denying passports to U.S. citizens of Mexican heritage. Yeah. U.S. citizens. You're what, Polish heritage? Something I'm like that. I'm unknown heritage. Yes. Everybody has a heritage. Right. But right. if you happen to be Mexican, yeah. you might not be able to stay in the country. It's pretty outrageous, Nathan. Yeah. It really is. They're American citizens. The Trump administration has even began jailing some passport applicants who have official state-issued birth certificates. And this sounds like birtherism, doesn't it? And that does. It sounds it does. just like the way he went after Obama. Yes. You were born in Kenya. Yeah. Well, these yeah. people no. have birth certificates that they were born in the U.S. and they're not allowed to come back into the country. Why? Because they have brown skin. I know. This that is... racist yeah. In other cases, Americans of Mexican heritage, it bugs me even to say that. These are Americans. Yes. Had their passports revoked while abroad, preventing them from coming home. In one case, the State Department denied a passport to a 40-year-old Army veteran who had a birth certificate showing he was born in Texas. The veteran's passport was rejected even though he spent three years in the U.S. Army and was a cadet in the Border Patrol. He now works as a state prison guard, but he can't get a passport because I assume he was born in Kenya. You know? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Even though his birth announcement was reported in a Honolulu newspaper. The California State Assembly voted to approve a Senate bill that offers the strongest protections for net neutrality. The bill, which passed 58 to 17, will head back to the Senate where it's expected to pass and then go to Governor Jerry Brown's desk. 
will probably face legal challenges from the FCC. Right. A lot of states want to do this. Net neutrality, of course, means that we don't get throttled or blocked and we can look at what we want to look at. Right. There's not tiered pricing. The challenge will be from the FCC, which prohibited states from passing their own regulations on the open Internet in its repeal of net neutrality. Right. California, give us credit. This is a, a state that's going in the right direction for the yeah. most part and uh, fighting off this horror that is the uh, Trump administration. In Florida, progressive Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum pulled off an amazing upset in the Democratic primary for Florida governor. Yeah. If he wins in November, Gillum would become Florida's first black governor. Polls predicted Gillum would place fourth. Yeah. And he won. He was backed by Bernie Sanders and spent millions less than his opponents. Gillum was the only non-millionaire in the five-candidate race. He supports Medicare for all, check. Abolishing ICE, check. check. Reforming the criminal justice system, check, check. Repealing Florida's stand-your-ground law, check, 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 check. <laughs> Legalizing and, marijuana. And increasing corporate taxes, yeah, too. Yeah. All of the post-game analysis that I saw on MSNBC and a little bit on CNN was, he was under the radar, they didn't attack him, that's why he was... No, he was endorsed by Bernie Sanders, and he's talking about things that people actually care about. Gillum will face off against Republican Congress member Ron DeSantis, who won the Republican primary after receiving the backing of Trump. After his victory, DeSantis told voters of Florida not to monkey this up by voting for Gillum. In Arizona, another Trump-backed candidate, Congress member Martha yeah. McSally, easily won the Arizona Republican Senate primary, defeating Kelly Ward and former Maricopa County Sheriff Joe, I got my own concentration camp for Mexicans, Arpaio. Yes. Trump warned evangelical leaders that Democrats will act violently yes. if they take control of Congress in the midterm elections. You want to see us act violently? Yeah. Watch you rig the election. Exactly. Watch the Republicans gerrymander things so we can't win. Right. Then you're going to see violence. <laughs> they will end everything immediately. When you look at Antifa and you look at some of these groups, they are violent oh, people. Jesus. Antifa is that? Why yes. Is... Yes. No, he's that's... inciting violence. I know he Meanwhile, is. Meanwhile, the FBI arrested a man accused of making threatening calls to the Boston Globe over the paper's criticism of Trump. Robert Chain called the Boston Globe about a dozen times and threatened to shoot reporters in the head, saying, You're the enemy of the people, and we're going to kill every effing one of you. Yeah, That's he, what Chain said. Chain it said, sounds like Trump. Yeah, the, yeah. By sounds, the way, he made a specific threat. He told one reporter that he was going to kill him at 5 o'clock yeah. when he got off work. Yeah. He said, I'm going to shoot you in the head when you get off work. Yeah. yeah. Just go out and vote. Yes. And, and, oh, I and want to thank call you. your friends and yes. tell them to go vote. Listen, we can flip Orange County. Even though California is safely Democratic, we can get rid of Warbacher and also Walters. If yeah. we, you know, if there's a good turnout, please register to vote. And please, as Nathan said, tell your friends to vote. In a major victory for voting rights, a federal court once again struck down North Carolina's gerrymandered congressional district voting map, saying it was unfairly drawn to help Republican candidates. I think electing Republicans is better than electing Democrats, said Representative David Lewis, a Republican member of the North Carolina General Assembly, addressing fellow legislators when they passed the plan in 2016. No, you're supposed to be representing the people. Not your party. 
So I drew this map up to help foster what I think is better for the country. That's not it, democratic no, in the small d sense of that word. Yes. In, in 2016, Republicans won 77% of the state's House districts, yeah. despite receiving just 53% of the statewide vote. A redrawn map could put more seats into play for Democrats in November, but the case might go back to the Supreme Court first. Yeah. So. Right, right. And John McCain died, and Trump was an ass about it. Boy, was he. Yeah. I got nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, no, I just I want to say there's a poll that came out late last night, early this morning, that says that Trump's disapproval is now at 60%, and his yeah. approval is somewhere around 32 33%. Of all the stuff that's happened, with all the accusations by Cohen and Manafort's conviction and all these other things, that hasn't made a dent as much as I thought it would in Trump's approval ratings and his popularity. But I do think that this behavior on his part, this sort of dickish behavior towards McCain and his family and, and, his family, and the fact that he was a war hero and all of this stuff is starting to penetrate this seemingly impenetrable support for Trump. I'm hoping that this is the, the crack in the wall, the beginning of the end in terms of people actually looking at the kind of person he is. He's an ass. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos is preparing new policies on campus sexual misconduct that would shield students accused of assault, harassment, or rape while lessening liability for campuses. Right. That sounds great. The new rules would also narrow the definition of sexual harassment. Meanwhile, Baylor University was accused of infiltrating sexual assault survivor support groups on campus. Baylor is run by Kenneth Starr. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the top federal consumer watchdog for student loans resigned and accused the Trump administration of siding with predatory lenders over the nation's student loan borrowers, which they do. Seth Frotman worked as a student loan ombudsman under Mike Mulvaney, the acting head of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Right. His resignation comes as outstanding student debt has topped $1.5 trillion. That in and of itself is going to eventually, if not already, become a drag on the economy, the likes yeah. of which could rival the collapse of 2008. Yes. Frotman said, unfortunately, under your leadership, Mulvaney, the Bureau has abandoned the very consumers it is tasked by Congress with protecting. Instead, you have used the Bureau to serve the wishes of the most powerful financial companies in America. To the tune of $1.5 trillion, I must add. <laughs> Trump said that Google was rigged because when he searched Trump news yeah. on Google, it was mostly bad news. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> because you're bad news. Trump got his information from Fox host Lou Dobbs, who got his information from a crackpot blog post on PJ Media, where every mainstream credible news organization was categorized as on the left, right. including Bloomberg, USA Today, and the Associated Press. Right, right. They're middle ground there. And that's what they're famous for. Right. Associated Press right. is just trying to go out there and generate that's straight right. news. That's right. And by the way, they use two computers to do the search. They use yeah. two different computers. Yeah. So hence, of course, this is a comprehensive, far-reaching <laughs> investigation into this obvious yeah. uh, malfeasance on the part of the Internet. The story put InfoWars, Alex Jones' conspiracy website, closer to the center ground. Closer to, to mainstream oh my God. than Time Magazine. Yeah. 
I, I don't even know what to say to that's that. That's a punchline. That's what yeah. that is. Yeah, that's yeah. not a, that's not actually a... It upsets Mahler. He'd like to chew the leg off of Alex Jones. <laughs> Democratic Party officials voted to vastly reduce the power of superdelegates in choosing their party's presidential nominee. The new rules would prohibit superdelegates from voting on the first ballot of the presidential nominating process. Well, good for Bernie on he, that one. Yeah, no okay, kidding. A nice howl out for Bernie there. <laughs> Love you, Bernie. Texas police officer Roy Oliver was sentenced to 15 years in prison for fatally shooting unarmed 15-year-old African-American student Jordan Edwards last year. Police body cams show Oliver, who is white, firing his assault rifle into a car carrying five black passengers, and he didn't even tell the car to stop. No. He just went at it. What is wrong with these officers? Can't they get some basic training in, in how to be human? I think there's a fairly obvious answer to your question. but yeah, I don't know that there is. I know you're going to be yeah. sarcastic and yeah. mean to police officers, and there's lots of good officers I out know there. I know there are. I know there but, are. But let's take a knee. <laughs> Can we just take a knee? Yeah. Can we be allowed to take a knee? Yeah. You know, Colin Kaepernick. His case is moving forward now. I did see that. Against the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So he can say he's been mistreated right. because he hasn't been hired by any NFL team for his simple protest of taking a knee to bring the nation's attention Which to is, the violence you, by police right. against blacks. Which is, as you pointed out many times, the taking of the knee was something that he got from a veteran yeah. who he spoke with about a reverential way of protesting yeah. during the national anthem. Soldiers kneel out of respect for the fallen. This case that Colin Kaepernick has brought has a word that'll be familiar to people: collusion, on a conspiracy on the part of NFL owners to freeze him out from getting an opportunity to apply his trade as an NFL quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Teacher strikes in two districts in Washington State forced the cancellation of the first day of school. Meanwhile, in Seattle, teachers and school staff have voted to authorize a strike next week if a tentative contract is not reached by the first day of school on September 5th. So good for the teachers. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yes. Washington, D.C.'s rat infestation is increasing. We know that. Complaints are at an all-time high. Well, that's that's <laughs> right again, Nathan. <laughs> and finally... A crocodile in Key Largo, Florida, was spotted using a pool noodle to swim across the canal. Said one onlooker, he looked like a typical Florida tourist. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.